Welcome to another edition of Paranormal Plus with Grizzly and Tracy Inman. Good evening. Welcome to the show, everybody, ladies and gentlemen. Let's see who's out here in La La Land. Crazy Witch, welcome to the show. Hello, everybody. I forgot to put welcome, everybody. Isn't that awful? Y'all got me <laughs> sidetracked for the show. Yes, I uh, had to take me a nap. Welcome, everybody. So what's going on, Tracy? Oh, you know, same old thing, man. Just uh, working, working, working. I uh, sent you a picture over the weekend of some, uh, did you get that? Yes, From the antique, antique shop? Yes, I did. It freaked me out. <laughs> there was a bunch of dolls. My wife and I were walking around uh, here in St. Louis area and, uh, and saw them. And I thought, I immediately thought of Chris and, and thought of My wife yeah, said, take a picture and send it to him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, when I opened it up, I was like, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to have nightmares. I'm like, oh, my God, you know. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, my dolls are content. Uh, yes, they are uh, bonded. Um, if you don't know, I had a psychic on one of my shows. Uh, actually, did not know about the dolls. Gave me a reading. Hello, Sean. Welcome to the show. Hey, Sean. Great. Gave me a reading and told me about the dolls. And that was interesting told me who owned the dolls and how i disrespected them and that's why i was having all the activity in my studio hey tess welcome hello Hi, tess. so make a long story short he told me what i need to do and uh and i did it and ever since then everything's been fine so i say good morning i say good afternoon and i say good evening and when the full moon rises, I will take them out and I will bathe them in the full moon. Now, ladies and gentlemen, they're probably wanting to know why I will do that. And they say when you take them out and bathe them in the full moon, these dolls, they will get energized and cleansed. So, yes, hmm. I will do that. So, <laughs> I was told to do it. If, if, if a spirit tells a psychic that I need to do it, then Grizzly's going to do it. Yes, great, crazy witch. I hope, uh, hope everyone is doing good this evening. Absolutely, got my belly full. Uh, we got something going on, don't we, Tracy? Who we got tonight again? Hey, tonight we got uh, Michael Lewis from FDL, and I'm gonna I'm gonna read off his bio here real quick. For yeah, him. yeah. Yeah, about the whole group, not just about him. <clears throat> uh, it says, uh, "We are a group of friends that have had experience within the paranormal field for approximately ten years." Wow. Uh, co collectively all together so our their mission is to hunt for the truth on paranormal activity and to document the truth for all to see together we have had some unexplainable things happen to us which ultimately directed us into the realm of the paranormal uh, we investigate many different locations throughout the uk ranging from haunted houses prisons jury caves and much more in search for the unanswered questions all their ghost hunting investigations are conducted and conducted using various types of equipment to try and contact the dead 
Our goal is to find concrete evidence to either prove or disprove the paranormal. Come and join them on our journey as they embark into this adventure together. I suggest, I'd like for you guys watching to get the opportunity, join their uh, Facebook page. And uh, Michael can lead you through there to their podcast. And uh, they have a, a lot of social stuff that they do talking with each other and, and, and really, really interesting stuff. And, they, and he's a really good guy too. So, well, I, I, let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen, they are grizzly approved. Yes. FDL paranormal is grizzly approved. I think the world of Michael, uh, they do the right thing. They don't go in there and BS. Uh, when they hear something fall, they don't freak out and run like hell. I would. Uh, they do do a lot of debunking. Uh, do they get scared? Well, yeah. Don't we all? But it's interesting. So, uh, Michael's backstage. Michael, FDL, welcome. How you doing? Welcome hello, to the show. Hello, hello. How you doing? So what's going on with you? Uh, not much. Thanks for the plug. That was a nice um, speech. <laughs> speak about it entirely like that. Um, yeah, we're just busy in a minute. Someone's come in. The nights are getting longer, so we can get into more locations. Um, yeah, we've got loads of locations this year to go to. And like you said, uh, we've got into this paranormal field. It's um, it's so interesting. It's addictive more than anything. Um, well, we've just done a hunt. We've just put it up on YouTube, uh, fair. And we were just talking to the team tonight. This has got to be one of our best investigations that we've done ever. Not because of um, all the activity. It was because the activity, no pun intended, was friendly. It wasn't mm -hmm. scary. It was there oh, wow. and it wasn't scary. But it was, um, I think we had a family member come through with one of the team, which obviously upset one of the team. And it was just crazy. You'd have to go and watch it. You'd have to go and watch the episode. I'm not going to say everything that's happened. But I, like I say, um, it's um was an amazing and it was the first time the place has ever ever been investigated by a paranormal team and now, it dates where are you from tell everybody where were you from obviously we're from the uk i'm central in the uk a place called northampton um we're spotted around we're not too far from each other our team members we're probably about an hour's drive from each other but obviously the uk isn't massive so we traveled the whole of the uk and we go and find these locations and um, we listen to stories. We read up what people have got and then we make a decision whether we want to go there to investigate it or not. And then when when there's been so many stories about demonic entities or this has happened, that's happened. So we make a decision collectively and go, right, we need to go and investigate that, see what we get out, see what we get, what evidence we get from it. Yeah, that, that's pretty awesome. You know, I mean, everybody wants to believe that they have a dynamic spirit, an evil spirit. And that's not always the case, ladies and gentlemen. Sometimes they may be mad, but sometimes, like you said, it can be friendly. And that yeah. is your case with the one you just did. So yeah. that's interesting. Yeah, it's called Chuck Mill. So when we got there, we spoke to the lady that owns it and... um she it's been passed down through about four or five generations so they've had it it used to be an old flour mill and obviously as time goes it goes on it got shut down now and now the place is an antique bed restoration shop oh wow so there's like 50 beds in this location 
and obviously we're all laying around there they're so comfy but we was getting stuff coming through the spirit box you're on my bed oh really so we've come to the decision like whether it is the spirits of the house or spirits are attached to the beds we don't know we had so much come through it was just crazy it was a crazy evening now you just made a statement that i just talked about a couple of shows ago talk about attachments to items yeah, attachments to my own. See, I, I'm still quite skeptical of certain things. Um, and like I said, like I say, I'll always debunk stuff and say, oh, I don't know whether that haunted doll is um, haunted, like, whether there's an attachment there. But I think as a spirit, my theory is you make your own heaven. So whether you've had that doll your whole life and that is your safe place, a child's safe place, her, she's going to have a bit of her soul attached to that um, or the beds and the houses like people like natural and we find a lot of stuff that happens and attachments are like natural products like your wood uh, like, like your dolls with the hair because yep. back then where did they get the hair from yes yeah, so it wasn't none yeah, of this stuff it was real hair so and like the then clothing and they used to use their old, old like clothing and make the dresses out of the dolls for the dolls and stuff like that. So everything was recycled back then, and you had elements of well, it's just it's crazy. It is the craziest world ever, but it's an amazing place. So that was that was Chirk Mill, right? Yeah, Chirk Mill. Yeah, I'm looking I, at it. I, I, if you see me looking away from this ever, it's because I'm looking yeah. stuff up, and I'm on your. Uh, I'm subscribed to your FDL Paranormal. Yeah. and uh seeing that looking at the uh the videos here so yeah, yeah definitely I'll, I'll be scrolling it, through those it, after this is over so. unbelievable so we, we found two honest apps i know i don't like um everyone likes to flag off apps um like mm -hmm. apps on on so we try everything so when new stuff comes out we try it and we try certain things and then we might have a theory with a new device which we used at Kirk Mill. Um, you'll see that in the second part. Um, it was like a static generator, so it pulses out a static charge, and you can see it. It's like lightning coming out. Yeah. So the theory is, obviously, like you know yourself, when you go on a investigation, you're constantly changing your camera batteries and your devices are dying. So obviously, everyone. The theory is the spirits are draining the energy from your batteries to be able to build up enough energy to give you something. So I'm using this device. Um, it's still in test, but I'm going to still use this device and see what happens. It, there, there's a lot, a lot longer time, but we used it that night. And where, what room we used it in was where we was getting the most activity all night. Oh, that's cool. And when I turned it on, when I turned it on, so we use another app, which is a spirit talker. It doesn't use internet, doesn't use anything. You just turn all your phone completely into like an iPod, and then you just turn it on, and it gives you, obviously, the random words come through. I turned that device on because it's really loud. You can hear it in the video. It clicks, click, 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 click. And then straight away, through the spirit talker, it read, what's that device? And we were like, oh, my God, what, what is that? And the responses we were getting all night through, through every device we were using. And then there's a new app 
which is obviously linked to the spirit talker it's called the music box and um all it uses on your phone it tells you turn your bluetooth off turn it on to flight mode so you can't get no internet no data coming through and then you set your phone and you calibrate it the only thing that can set the noise off is if your phone is touched or moved and so we left it in a room on its own and then we were talking i don't want to say too much but we was talking and then um i said can you copy this whistle i whistled and then the music box went straight off in the other room oh, oh that's awesome yeah. so literally wow. responsive, responsive as anything wow and oh, then cool. obviously my wife uh that's that's nicola nicola jeffrey she's one of our team members that's just hey, Hello, so, welcome to the show. Yeah, well, hello, Sonia. Look, she's welcome. Oh, hello. So, yeah, so uh, Sean wants to know how does the spirit box work? The spirit box, oh, so we, we, we use a spirit box, we use a spirit talker. Um, the spirit box, we do the SS theory now with it because it's so loud, and when you're filming and you're trying to capture evidence, it is so 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 loud so yeah. but with the spirit box all it is is a digital radio pocket radio with a speaker but the i think it's the antenna's been taken out the chip's been taken out that sones into the channel that you want to so it's constantly sweeping but why yeah. doing that it's creating static white noise which obviously we believe that the spirits can feed off with different frequencies um and then we we've had so much stuff come from it uh, we've had our name shouted through and that's all it does is just run through a channel and it'll pick up a word and cut it out to you and that's how, how but obviously now what we do now we do the estes theory now so we get a team member blindfold them put the heads headphones on them really loud and then we sit them in a the corner on a chair or stand up we keep them away from us and we stand back and we ask questions and then obviously the the person that's got the headset on cannot hear a word we're saying so if we were asking questions about what's gone on there and we're getting straight away responses we don't know how that's happening it's got to be something that's beside it it's something else that's talking to us and i'll tell you what when you do do it like as when you're do, do when you're doing the estes theory when you actually mm -hmm. come out of it everyone's like right we need to go and sit down because i just feel like i ain't even in this world we need to go and sit down and just recharge so i can get my bearings back so, yeah that is that is this method is to me i've never i've never done it i've only seen it done so yeah, uh, yeah. it's pretty cool it's amazing it is amazing and like the, the team of us the, the five six of us that do this um fdl if anyone who wants to know what fdl stands for it's um friends don't lie no there we go like that. no it's friends don't lie so we're all under one rule that there's no fake well we cut you just there's no point faking it because there's no point doing it if it's not real and that's what we've always said and it's got to be crucial and if you what if you feel like we're doing an investigation or we're doing a vigil and you feel like it's not going right or it just feels funny you need to stop the whole vigil and say this isn't right i don't feel like it's paranormal activity we need to change it up we need to do something else 
So, and that's our one rule. Like, if it doesn't feel right or if it doesn't feel paranormal, everyone needs to say. say. So, if, if one yeah. person don't, don't agree with it and they want to question it, then we stop our investigation and then we go through all the details. So, Sean, you can actually buy spirit boxes almost anywhere. You can buy them on Amazon. And I'll tell you what, ladies and gentlemen, for the fun of it, next show, I will get mine out and put it on in the background. Uh, that is kind of spooky because I got like five dolls above me and I don't want it to talk. But I will get it out and let you hear how it sweeps. Uh, I got a little pocket one that I carry. Uh, yeah, it's real yeah. easy to conceal. I mean, some of these guys are, you can get very big ones. Uh, it depends on how much money you want to spend, but yes, they get very big. Uh, check it out. Uh, is there any uh, ones, uh, Mike, that you recommend or Michael? Well, I'm, I'm just using the standard SB. Is it the SB7, the small pocket? Yeah, one? Seven, yeah. 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 They're so, ghost hunting equipment at the minute is so hard to get hold of. It, over in the UK, and the price has gone through the roof. So, for for my SB7 spirit box I bought, I paid £40 for, but now they're selling for £190. Yep, I believe it. So, but, but they're so hard to get hold of because I don't know whether it's because they're not making them no more and people are selling them secondhand. But there's also another one, which is the SB11 spirit yeah, box. Yeah. But the SB11 is a bit of an upgrade, which runs through AM and FM at the exact same time. Yeah. So I'm going to show you a picture of the one that uh, I have as well. Uh, let me bring this up while Michael is talking. I've got more. No, you can. Uh, you can also uh, purchase apps that that some people uh, tend to utilize as well, and kind of. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how much on, on the apps that, you know, what, what Michael or Chris really believe in. I, I, I've, I've used an app before. I've used the Echo Vox and I've gotten a few things here or there on it, but not as accurate as as the SB SB7 that we were utilizing. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Echo Vox and I think and I forget the last one I used Phasma Box. Hmm. That's the Phasma Box is the one I believe one of the TV shows uses. Uh, it's, it's that app. Uh, hmm. It gives you the the spooky uh, echo and, and the yeah. ghost and, yeah so i mean it's cool and it's great for entertaining value i just uh you know i'm not sure how how accurate it is for me i i prefer the sb7 but you know yeah. i teach their own yeah yeah see the trouble is with apps with me the echo I, I can't the trouble is with it's echoing it's so much i can't work out the words that are coming through so i don't like the echoes i, I just can't yeah. get on my now, now ladies, some of them you can turn the echo. Not, we are not getting paid to share this, okay? So I am sharing this. We're not getting paid. So on Amazon, this is a spirit box and an EVP recorder with built-in flashlights for a hundred bucks, and it works pretty good. And it, it it's you know, I mean, it actually uh, comes with a, a little kit, as you see, yeah. it's a little S box, and uh, it's USB uh, chargeable. Uh, it's it's real small. It fits in your pocket. And it actually works. So, and for a hundred bucks, you know, I mean, you can't go wrong. So, and uh, I mean, you just go out there and there's all different kinds of stuff. And, for, and I love my cat balls. You got to have cat balls. Yeah. So, yeah. You got to have cat balls. I, I, I bought, um, I bought a bulk load 
on from China. <laughs> We've got oh, yeah. I'll bought, bought a thousand at once to make it cheaper. But I've got, but they're everyone like eight cents a piece for them. No, I think I think I paid about a dollar each for them because they're, they're expensive now as well. The cat balls, I think they're for, what are they three for fifteen dollars now? Yeah, they went up. Well, you all yeah. pay more because of y'all's pounds and the shipping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oops, I'm oh, ready no. to disconnect everybody. Hold on. Let me could, you, could you imagine being that delivery driver and dropping it off and wondering how many cats that guy's got? <laughs> I've got a bit, there was two delivery, two big plastic bags from China. <laughs> yeah. That dude's got some kids. Yeah, so where we go the spare boxes are neat, and it's really interesting because you can actually talk and you can actually get responses, or it, the voices just come through. Now, if you really want to get brave with those spirit boxes, go to a cemetery. Yeah. yeah. Now, that, ladies and gentlemen, will get your attention. Yes, I'm just saying, yes, Sean, you found them on Amazon. Uh, cat balls. I don't have mine around me, or I would show you what a cat ball is. Tracy or Michael, you got one in front of you? Hang on, let me call Nicola. Nicola, have you got a cat ball? Sean's like, what the hell? Crazy. Like mine are in the basement. I can run down. Nick, have you got a cat ball on you? I say I've got thousands. Hang on, two seconds. I had so, one out yeah. the uh, the last show, oh, and oh, oh. I, I put it out for the cats afterwards. Oh, 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 oh. That's he does got a cat ball. Yeah, that's a lot oh, of yes, cat These cat balls are really interesting. Uh, they they go off. Uh, they claim you can pick up Bluetooth signals out of cemeteries. Man, there's a hey, cemeteries are wild. Take a psychic to a cemetery and see what happens. That is crazy. Yeah. Right. Oh, I don't know if you can see. Can you there see? There you go. Yeah, there it is. So what happens is, ladies and gentlemen, there's a little button you push. Now, once it holds still, it doesn't do anything. Now, any type of vibration or movement, now watch them move it. Just move it just a little. And it goes off. So you can set these all around your area. And any activity, vibration or whatnot, they will go off. And it's like, yes, they're like sensors. So they're pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. they are cool. We, we've had it where we've put it down. We've put about 10 down the corridor. And we've asked the spirits to come in and talk to us. And they all lit yeah. up one by one as it walked in to a, to an area where we were in the cellar. And then my wife jumped up and shouted. She'd been scratched on her back. But all the cat balls led to her. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah. So, they are good. But look, look, each to their own with the equipment. A lot of people turn around and go, no, 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 they don't work. They don't work. This don't work. But... At the end of the day, I don't care what anybody says. The cat balls do work. Yeah, I've had them. I've been in a. a, a, We've been in a prison where there's been three floors, and we've put cat balls on every single floor and cat balls around us, and we've asked, "Where are you standing?" And the cat balls next to us have lit up, and I and I was like, "Well, that was good." Uh, I said, "Right, if you're if you're responsive and you can see me, go and find the cat balls on the top floor." And within a second. The whole lot lit up on the top floor. And I said, "Come to the bottom floor." They all lit up, and then they went straight to the middle floor. They lit up. Yeah, that's pretty. I said, "Cat balls are amazing for ghost hunting." Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, uh, we. I've gone so far as putting them in a. If I know it's it's a place where people were drinking a lot, I'll get like a, a plastic beer mug or a plastic wine glass or shot glass, 
and I'll set them in there. Yeah. And then ask it to, to, to touch it. You know, they, they, if you're in one of those places, it seems like they're more, act, they're, they're more apt to go after uh, something that they were used to in life, you know? So that's yeah. cool. I didn't think about that. Yeah. yeah. We use a lot of trigger objects, trigger objects. You've got to think of the place you've been in and it's hard because I said, I'll say to the team, we've got, um, we have one or two of them read up on the history, but I like to go in blind and I don't want to know the history until we've come out after an investigation yeah. to whether to see it all matches up. So I don't like to go in and people be suggestive with names and stuff like that. Because if you sort of know the history and something's coming through, you're suggesting it. And um, I like to just go in blind, walk out at the end of the night, and then obviously whoever's researched the location goes, there's all the research, and it all matches. So Yeah, yeah, de definitely, definitely. Um, there's some that, that – uh, we hunt like three or four times in a, in a year or two years. And, and so by the second or third time, we do know the history. So yeah, yeah, you, you know, as and we you start do, doing the trigger stuff, seeing if we can't get them on it. Yeah. Um, uh, the, and the good thing is as well, when you've known a location and uh, people say, Oh, you just can't turn a switch on to get paranormal activity. But when you've done a location so many times and you know what sort of spirits are there, you can walk in there within 10 minutes, start calling out and you know what you're calling for. And it all just starts happening. Agreed, agreed. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> evidently we got Sean stuck back in the 70s. Uh too bad I don't have a kaleidoscope for you, Sean. So yeah, <laughs> I was watching your comments. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they, they designed the cat balls for the cats, but I don't think the cats actually play with them. I think they were toys for us to play with the paranormal. So well, we set ours out last week after uh, our, our show and uh, for my cats, and they didn't even touch them. They want nothing to do with them. Yeah, I got one of my REM pods right here. I'll turn it on and see if it goes off with all my activity. It probably won't since I've got everything uh, turned. Or we, we might have to stop buying our equipment from America because all, all the um, ghost hunting equipment over here is just so expensive now. So well, ours is going up a little bit over here. I mean, not not as bad as that, but it's gone up some. Uh, see, for a REM pod, for a REM pod now, it's nearly four. Well, four hundred pounds, so probably about nearly five hundred bucks. What? Yeah, crazy. That is crazy. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Even for I was speaking to, oh, someone on Paralinked. He does equipment, doesn't he? Sean um, does. Yeah. Yeah. So I was speaking to him about getting a SLS camera off him because. He's half the price of what it is here. And he says, oh, oh don't ship to the UK. But obviously, I've got a lot of friends over in America. So I said, can you ship it to my friend in Jersey? And then he can do the rest. He said, yeah, sure. And I said, oh, obviously, we'll talk and have a chat. Because there's a lot no, of I'm, I'm glad you found somebody on there that does it. That's the whole point of that site yeah, yeah. is for people to communicate with each other and, and work 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 together to get something going for themselves, you know. So that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Right. I'm glad to hear that. That's a good day right there, buddy. <laughs> the REM pod is set and calibrated. So we've we had a ready pod for five years and it's never gone off on us. I think we've got a duff oh, one. Mine does. Yeah. Mine it was a cheap one though. <laughs> I had mine, one of those. Mine's had, already blinking. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Chris. Mine's already blinking. Here. Oh, is it? I had a, a, a lantern, one of those lanterns that you pull up and it's different colors like the, uh, the, the K2, the EMF, you know? <laughs> And never once in the year, I got it for, for Christmas and I used it for about a year at every investigation. Never once did it even light up 
you know, I was like, oh man, I ain't using that anymore. No, no, no. Yeah, no, we've had the same. We're like, we paid, we paid hundred bucks, like hundred bucks for that, and it's, it's never gone off unless we touch it. But exactly, exactly. We 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 done an event once with um, some guests, and we had a guest bring in some um, child's toy. So it was a weird. Obviously, it doesn't. You don't know what works. So she had a child's toy, and you know these toys when. They hear a sound and they mimic it and they start dancing and lighting up. Uh-huh. She used that as a ghost hunting um, device. My good God, it made me jump loads of time. We've been sat in a room quiet and she put it in one of the old cots and we, we didn't even say a word. We sat in the pitch black and then all of a sudden it went off. It went mad and started dancing. And, we, and the only way that could have been set off if it heard a voice. So it was crazy. So there's all sorts of t- types of equipment you can use. It's... Um, it's weird. People it is. I yeah, mean, that's why it's called the paranormal, right? So I, I watched a I watched a video today uh, of one of those the lights that are on a string. I can't think of the name of it. Oh, yeah. there's a guy in the UK. He's just made them. So he's got string lights. So they're like big balls like that. But they've got you can get them EMF or motion sensor, but or yes. you can get them both. So they're on a long string, but you can buy them 10 foot, 20 foot, 30 foot. Yeah, yeah. They're not cheap. Um, the one I saw, man, it was just pop, 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 yeah, pop. And, and they're all individual, and it's such a good device. Um, yeah, the guy in the UK makes them. Um, I can't think of his name now. I spoke to him because I watch his lives and that, and I said, where did you get them from? He said, I'll make them. He said, but they're obviously very expensive. I think for 10 foot, they're roughly about $200, $250. Yeah, yeah. But, I invested. <laughs> yeah, but there's a lot of um, technology that's gone in that. Every single light is a EMF and a motion sensor in it, and obviously light. Wow. So even if something walks through it and it only walks halfway towards you, only half of it will light up, and then it will go back, which yeah. is um, pretty crazy. It's a nice bit of equipment, to be fair. We, 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 we are trying to get hold of one. Yeah, yeah, we're thinking about getting one ourselves. So, yeah, so I'll message you. I'll speak to the guy. Um, I'll speak to the guy and I'll message you because they they are pretty cool. Oh, cool, cool. (laughs) All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back after this commercial break. back ladies and gentlemen paranormal plus with grizzly and tracy another edition brought to you by western bigfoot 
Investigators, LLC. We got Michael with FDL Paranormal from UK. Interesting. Crazy Witch says, I'd be interested to know what may be picked up he was able to do Stonehenge and some of the other ancient sites. That would be interesting. Stonehenge. Yeah. We, <laughs> the trouble is with Stonehenge, it's turned into a tourist area. And um, yep. for me, it's just stones. But it could be. We've done a bit of research. And um, there's a lot of things about ley lines with the paranormal. And ley lines and the Stonehenge is like the center of the ley lines in the UK that spread through the UK. So we've done an investigation at a place close to Stonehenge. And it's supposed, it's supposed to be one of the most haunted locations in the whole of the UK. So it was called the Ancient Ram Inn. So we've investigated that, which was um, very weird, scary different witches there was witches there there's old roadmen there there's all sorts there so yeah but you all got ancient history over there though i mean we yeah. go we all go back thousands of years you oh know? yeah it's, it's um unreal it is that the history just goes back for years and years and years like i like last time when i said it to you when i was on on here we done a place called st john's house and um, mm -hmm. we read up on the history correct and it was saved. They were going to knock the place down. I don't know how many years ago it was, but the Knights Templar actually saved that location. So how far ago was that when the Knights Templar was active and obviously oh, yeah. had a role in properties and stuff like that? So and we got loads of we got loads and loads of stuff in there. Um Obviously, we was asking questions about the Knights Templar and stuff like that, and the K2s were going crazy all night because there's all that whole story about the Knights Templar hiding stuff and jewelry and gold. And and we were asking, oh, we was asking silly, we thought, oh, well, let's play on this because we'll ask silly questions like saying, is there anything hidden in this land? And the K2s was just going straight up into the red. And we was like, can you show us where it is? Yeah, okay. <laughs> and it was constantly going red. So it, the history goes back so far in this country. It's un unbelievable. Of course, Oak Island, that's what that's all about there, too. Yeah, I, I did, I watched that, but nothing ever happens. They never find nothing, do they? No, no. Uh, yeah, it's, a, it's unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the the big and smallness of everybody uh, and me moving my mic, that was not me. My uh, spirit box was going off. And something took control of my mouse, and it was making everybody big and small. That's why I moved my mic over. And when I did, it stopped. So uh, that was not me messing with the controls. I just want to let you all know, by the way. Oh. I knew I shouldn't have the spirit box out. I knew it. Yeah, yeah. It never failed. Your doll's still above your head? Oh, yeah, all five of them. I don't, I don't, I don't even want to look at them right now. I, I'm not a lover of the dolls. I couldn't have one in my house. So, yeah, I mean, I'm surprised y'all didn't hear the spirit box. I mean, I know my mic is, like, you know, really filtered and, because I breathe real heavy and I don't want to sound like one of those people on the phones, you know, that you should call. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like one of those breathers. But uh, uh, yeah, so it was actually going off and I let go and y'all was like going big and small. Yeah, I'll see. Yeah, yeah, small. Small. That yeah. was not me. That was not me <laughs> with the controls. So, yes. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. 
Yeah. See, yeah, see, I would love to come out to America to um, do a few ghost hunts. It seems like you get crazier stuff out there. More, see, for me, I'm looking for, I don't know, what should I say? Something to grab me and drag me down the hallway. So, but. You, you, would, I mean, you would like that, wouldn't you? Yeah, I would, yeah, it would probably scare the life out of I me. I would mess my pants. See, Tracy, <laughs> you would like that too, wouldn't you? No, no, not really. I'm not going to. I probably wouldn't. Yeah, okay. All right. Mike Mike was like, I would. Do me. I would. I would. And then I'll probably never investigate ever again in my life. (laughs) Might not ever see you again. That's what I say to the team. I say, right, if you get grabbed by the foot and you're dragged down the hallway, goodbye. Because I'll do (laughs) camera equipment. I'll take it and I'll go. I'm not coming back in to look for you. Exactly. <laughs> to be honest with you, I don't think there's only very, very, very rare cases that people report and stuff like that. Um, yeah. It's very rare. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you 100%. It's like less than 1%. Yeah, e- even if it's that. Yeah. Um, but the, the trouble is Hollywood has scared the life out of people with the paranormal. Oh, yeah. When it's not... And everyone says, oh, they get scary. Oh, so scary, so scary. But until you actually experience that activity, you think you will run, but you pretty much freeze and stand there and you're like, whoa, what is that? And you go goosebumpy. And then you're like, and then you start to, your body, your mind just starts to interact with it. It's um, it's crazy. There's not a lot of times you run all the time. A few occasions I've run. Uh, I've walked around the corner and there's been a big man standing there with a top hat on from probably the 1950s. And I'm like, there's no one else in this house. And then I've legged it. I was like, come here, running with my camera. But um, yeah, I, I, I think it, it makes you jump because you're not expecting it. Right. Yeah, right. definitely, definitely. Uh, and, and it shouldn't be there or whatever it is shouldn't be there. And it makes you jump when you're on your own. Yeah, I don't, I don't like going down into a basement after after the hunt. You know, going back to pick up equipment, I make sure somebody's with me when I go down. There. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stuff yeah, like that. I, yeah, I think the trouble is, it depends. If you do a hunt and you add a, like a, if it's evil or it wants to hurt you or it's angry, you're like, I don't want to go back in there on my own. I don't want to yeah. go back in there on my own. So you all go in teams. <laughs> I think it's good to have a safety of team. So you could be. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. That's the one I'm going to trip and make fall while I run. So I ain't going to lie. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah. Well, we had it with some guests. Um, we had some guests with us once, and we was um, ghost hunting in a old school. It's called British Schools Museum, and it dates back to about two hundred years ago. Um, and there's a house on site, and we walked into the house, and I forgot some of my equipment. And I said to the guests, "I'll oh, just stay in here. Start obviously start the vigil. I'll be back in ten minutes." Let me just run back to the base room and get get everything. And then I was being silly when I and I went back and I heard them all calling out and I'd started going bang, bang, bang on the doors and they're all screaming in there. Didn't expect me to come back. You still gotta have fun with it. Oh yeah, yeah. You gotta keep them on their toes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember uh, that. I remember that. Yeah, you still gotta have fun. Yeah. And I, I think that. the more on edge you are, and the more um Unnervy, you feel the more you get. Yeah, I'd be out in the woods at night and I hear a twig break, and I'd be like, Toma, 
<laughs> no. Now, 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 I'll just freeze. But like, and it, it could be a deer, it could be a possum, it, it could be a rat. Who knows what it was? But I'm like full alert, like full mode. Like you're know, hoping it's Bigfoot. That's what you're I don't know what it is. I'm just like just just watching, just to make sure. I don't want to be. <laughs> yeah, but if Bigfoot if they come running towards you, you'd run away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I'd have time to take a picture. I'd be too no. busy running away from that big thing. Turn around and run into a tree and knock yourself out. I did <laughs> see him. <laughs> yeah. Next thing you know, you're in Bigfoot's cave and yeah. <laughs> he don't want to be in there. <laughs> no, I, I definitely not, ladies and gentlemen. So, but yeah, unbelievable. But now, I mean, you got so much history over there. That's, that's what's very interesting. And over here, I mean, we got. We got old locations and stuff, but we have a lot of places that's old, but we have a lot of places that has a lot of torment, like the yeah. asylum yeah. and stuff, the old yeah. hospitals, you know, the old prisons, you know, back from the 1700s and so forth, 1800s. Uh, but, you know, the when we talk about, you know, years from, you know, like you all, when you all talk about, you know, investigating things uh, over here, there's still a lot of places that haven't been investigated. Yep. You know, and over in UK, you know, it's probably limited. And like you said, you were the first ones that investigated at one spot. And mm -hmm. that's that's like, you know, a treasure grove, right? Yeah. Out of all the investigators over there and everybody that comes over and, you know, I mean, that's, that's pretty cool. I mean, guys, you really need to check out his YouTube page. It's pretty wild. It is. Yeah, I was open it just a minute ago before everything went haywire, and we got Google AI jumping in here. Uh, so yeah, you know, I, one thing I've noticed is every is on just on Facebook itself. There's so many places opening up now that people are going to go hunt. Uh, like you, like you just said a while ago, you know, uh, you know, there's a lot that haven't been hunted, but man, I've been seeing tons of stuff that's never been touched before on their advertise that they're going to, you know, check yeah. it out and investigate it. So that's cool. Yeah. But because a place looks creepy and it looks haunted, doesn't mean it is. That's exactly. But until somebody does it, you never know, right? Yeah, you never know. You'd never know. You know, in the 1800s and early 1900s, uh, and Chris uh, might be able to back me up on this, you know, with all the, uh, the, the san sanitariums, like he's saying, and, and the, the, the horrible stuff that, you know, the doctors were allowed to do to these people. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I almost think that majority of the sanitariums that are still existing have, they have to have something in it. You know, I, I would almost bet that there's something in it. Yeah. Uh, see, we, we've got a, an asylum, which was the mental asylum for the whole of the country, not far from us, about a 10 minute drive from us. And, it was huge. The place was huge, but it's derelict now, and we can't get in there. They will not let us in there because it's too dangerous. But it goes on for miles. So they built, they knocked the whole place down, and um, the the last of the building, the top tower and stuff, has been left because it's a listed building. So if a building's listed in this country, it's not allowed to be knocked down. It's yeah. there. So what they've done is built a housing estate around it. No, uh, way. yeah, it's crazy. But if you go down three floors into the cellar, there is miles and miles of tunnels which are cells for the insane. 
No. And they're all underneath everybody's houses. There's reservoirs under the water and uh, like reservoirs under the houses and everything. But you just can't get in there because it's too dangerous. Now, ladies and gentlemen, that sounds like we're going to have a new Poltergeist movie coming out soon. Yeah, yeah. that ain't no kidding. Yeah. yeah it is. Um, and a lot of people went. So, because what they was going to do with the listed building, they was going to um, convert it into studio apartments in the building itself, the original building. But when guys were working in there to renovate it, the builders didn't want to come back after the day, said, I am not working in there. So, and then when they was trying to put the TV aerials in the clock tower, so the cable and that, for obviously the communal cable and the TV, um, all the guys, because a few of my friends worked for the cable company, said, I can't sit up in that clock tower for longer than 10 minutes. There's something up there scaring us. He said, I, I'd rather quit my job than go up there. And so they've left it. No one work on it. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's crazy. Mm. Wow, man, you gotta, you gotta somehow get in there, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, but, uh, so we've spoke to the, obviously the contractors there, the building, because there's um, obviously metal barriers all the way around it. So if you get caught jumping over the fence, they call the police. So, um, but we spoke to the someone spoke to the contractors and he said, Look, guys, he said you can walk around the outside, but please, please don't go in the building. He said, Honestly, he said, Obviously, I'm a builder, he said, It is so dangerous, floors could fall through everything you will kill yourself he said if it was safe enough i would come in with you he said even i won't go in there it is that bad so I was gonna say, maybe you could uh get hired on with the contractor yeah, yeah. Well, the contractors are not allowed in there because the health and safety issues yeah. are massive in there it's um it, how far do you go do you want to risk your own life that's true I don't know, man. I don't know for that for that moment. I mean, I I feel sorry for people buying their property. Oh uh, yeah, but people bought the, the, the massive thousands of houses all around this one thing on obviously on the land that because oh, it obviously it was a big old place and it had fields and stuff like that, a lot of land around it, so people could come out. But it is known for its unprecedented weird research on the insane. I know no, we have a place. What we, was that airplane that crashed uh, in Florida in the swamps back in the seventies or eighties? That that crashed and they and they took and they reused the airplane parts to all the new airplanes and they were seeing the the pilots, they were seeing the the crew, the hmm. the uh, people that were on the plane, and they had to take all the airplanes back and take off the parts. Anybody out there remember that flight? I vaguely actually, remember something. They actually, I uh, did a show on that. So yeah, um, yeah, I, yeah. I've I seen that. I saw the show. I, I can't remember the flight though, but I do. So I many complaints about seeing ghosts while they were in the air. Uh, let's see here. What what, what location it was in Florida? I uh, heard that crazy witch. I just can't remember the name. I forgot what flight it was, Michael. But yeah, so uh, an airplane crash. Uh, they couldn't figure out why. So what they did was they took all the parts that was usable and put it on all these other airplanes. And next thing you know, all the people that died were showing up on these airplanes and everybody's like, we're seeing ghosts. And they were seeing oh. the pilots, the co-pilots and the, and the, the stewardess and everything. And they were freaking everybody out on all these different planes. So they had to take all the planes that they put these parts on pull them out of the air and take the parts back off and replace them 
I mean, it was freaky. It was it was a heck of a show. Yeah, so, yeah, it was a good movie. Or good. I remember that yeah. a few years back. I saw that. Yeah, I mean, it was something. And in in building something, it's Flight Four Hundred One, Sean. Thank you. That is correct. Flight yep. Four Hundred One. There Look it is. That up, Michael. Look that up. Flight Four Hundred One. Hey, and, so going back to what Michael was talking about with the the contractor not being able to get in there. Uh, by where I live, you know, we have what's called the McPike Mansion. It's an old uh, uh, eight, mid 18th, 1800s mansion that was built. And of all the shows that came to, to hunt it, it's uh, Ghost Adventures, I believe, is the one that came. And uh, the upstairs, anybody, any normal people that are going to hunt the place, you can only go into the foyer upstairs. You go anywhere you want in the, in the basement. But the foyer on the main level is the only place you can go on the main level. Uh, and you get a lot of stuff there because there's straight stairs straight up. You know, you set your rim pot up and all that stuff. But they had to pay, I think it was $2 million insurance on themselves to cover themselves by going in there. So, yeah. So, I, I mean, I don't know if you were able to get that kind of insurance, Mike, but you might. Yeah, really we, um, our, our insurance covers us uh, $5 million. So, every location we go to, now uh they want a minimum of a five million pound insurance public oh, liability yeah. insurance minimum of five million and i'm like your house is not this place ain't worth five million yeah <laughs> well i know the mansion the mansion was a was missing floors upstairs and stuff mm -hmm. like that so that's that's why they requested it there and i think as well when you've got that sort of insurance because obviously there's a lot of um where there's blame there's blame it covers everything doesn't it when you've got so much insurance, it all just goes back to the insurance companies. So, but yeah, yeah. Our minimum is f minimum five million pound insurance. Can you turn and, in uh, a possession with that? <laughs> it'd be nice, wouldn't it? I said to the guy, if you want to fall down the stairs, you're insured for five million. <laughs> what do you do? Do you go to an insurance company like, hey, we're paranormal hunters and yeah. we need to get insurance. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, oh, my wife deals with all the insurance and the paperwork side of it. But like, I rang a company when we first started, and I said, "Look, we need insurance." She was like, "What for?" And I was like, "Paranormal investigating." She was like, "We don't do insurance for that." I said, "Well, you must do because there's paranormal companies out there. Someone must have insurance somewhere." And um, and she found some for us though eventually after a month or two, and then obviously it doesn't cost much. It doesn't cost much. I think it costs us like 40 bucks a month to have that insurance. So it's not too bad. It's no, that's good. So uh, 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 at least we're covered for 5 million. Oh, okay. So it's not too bad. Well, I hate to see what it costs for Bigfoot or Dogman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding. So it's not too bad. The insurance is not too bad over in this country. Um, it's hard to try and get a claim out of them, to be honest with you. But as long as you've got a bit of paperwork saying you're insured, you're allowed in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah, I'm glad they haven't started that over here yet as far as having to be insured to hunt. Oh, oh yeah. So, yeah, we, we do have to be insured, yeah. So all locations we go to, they're like, obviously, we speak to locate When we first started going into locations and filming properly, um, there was like a few, the first couple we got away with, I think, and they didn't ask for it. And then we got our email back. So we paid for the location because you have to pay about, I think it's three weeks before we go. And um, so we paid it all. And then the week before, and I said, you've got your public liability insurance. So like, what are you talking about? And it was like, we need a minimum, minimum of five million. 
So we had to rush around trying to get an insurance company to um, insure us. <laughs> but it's there now, so which is good. And it covers us all. So if we run and fall over down the stairs and break our legs, it covers us for not going to work the next, the, obviously work, and it covers yeah. you know, medical and, yeah, it's pretty good to have. For that price between us, yeah, it's not too bad. So when that person does get grabbed by the feet and drugged down the hallway, oh, yeah. you can say, I'm claiming your insurance policy. <laughs> yeah, that's what I say to him. I'll claim on your insurance. You'll have a nice funeral. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'd like to see the insurance face on that report, on that mm. claim. Yeah, yeah, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be, it, yeah, it'll be like watching that movie that was on Netflix, The Last Call. I don't know if you've watched it. No, I haven't. Oh, a police officer goes. A police officer goes into a abandoned location in America and then goes missing for years. And then they're going, obviously, go back there and hunt it. And there's a witch in there that kills everyone. Pretty scary. <laughs> the last call. I am on that tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah. it's called the last call. It's a bit. It's not your Hollywood blockbuster, but it's um, definitely a psychological thriller, shall I say? Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Hey, Sean. Sean was saying something about his house being built in 1790. Did you see that, Chris? Yeah, I did. Uh, 1780. His house was built. He said it was a blacksmith house. Uh, I think he said. So, yeah, that was very interesting. That is a old house. Yes, it oh, is. John, do you have any activity in your house, uh, by the way? Uh, just curious. A house that old, you know, passes through many family members and people and generations. So. That's, that's like uh, that's like brand new in the UK, isn't it? You guys got so much old stuff over there. You know, you say, so in one of the fields, in one of the obviously farmers' field down to down the literally it's a ten minute walk from us, they're uncovering a Anglian Saxon village. Really? Uh, yeah, they've got to dig down there, so they're uncovering it all up at the minute. It's taking them years because it's all uh, voluntary work to dig it all up. But it's all protected, so once you find stuff like that in this country, the area gets protected, so no one's allowed in there, and you're not allowed to build or knock it down. So it's got to be preserved as our history. So, and that goes back thousands and thousands of years ago. And we 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 have that kind of here uh, where I live in St. Louis area. That you know the uh, Indian Native American uh, artifacts mm -hmm. when they find it, they shut shut the area down. You know, uh, especially for like building bridges. You know, doing a uh, things like that. They find arrowheads. They find this and that. They'll stop it for months you know and and, and make sure know, everything's preserved <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah we've got loads we're, we're, i think um i think about 12 years ago we had um obviously we've got a lot of farmland here and there was a guy that does metal detecting and he likes to metal detect in the farmers harvest fields and stuff and he weren't too far away from us and he was uh said to the farmer whatever i find we'll discuss because obviously it's your land and then we'll discuss what the prices are. He metal detected, um, and he found, I think it was a ton and a half of gold uh, Roman coins. A oh, ton and a half of gold coins. So, obviously, the government got involved in that, and they took 50% of that. <laughs> that's why you don't turn it in. No, no, that's what I said. You so, sell yeah, it on the black market or something. It's crazy to think that's just underneath our feet. You know, the person I take it to is Grizzly Chris because he used to be a cop. I'd be like, <laughs> how do I do this? What do I, what do, I do? 
right. I know the loopholes, ladies and gentlemen. I try to keep current. So, yeah. But, uh, I've actually known people uh, that found stuff, and they're like, the hell with that? I am melting it myself. I'm like, man, you're going to make more money the other way? They're like, no. So, yeah. Yeah, but on the Ohio River, they'll find cannonballs and stuff. Oh, yeah. where they used to shoot from the ships and where they used to bring the slaves in and sneak them across the states and uh, underneath the tunnels and all that other stuff. Yeah, I mean, we got some history between Kentucky and Indiana. Yeah. Just over the summer here in, in uh, Illinois at the Mississippi River, it was down so low that people are walking out there with metal detectors, finding old, really old coins from, you know, like 1600s, 1700s. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Just, and then, then the water's not that deep in some spots. They're throwing those big magnets out there and just pulling in stuff left and right. That was a little gold mine at that time. I wish I'd have joined in, but mm. too much, not enough. Got too much going on. It's like the items are not haunted. Wow. That's interesting. Well, Sean, I was waiting for you to come back. I don't know if Sean went and took another shower or not, but uh, we was wanting to know if your house was on it, John, back from the 1780s. Uh, I'd love to see a picture of it. So I, I have a question for Mike. Uh, so is there are there companies over there that take you on entertainment uh, ghost hunts? Like over here, we have different companies, and there was something in the news today. I don't know if you saw it, Chris. But uh, Ghost Hunts USA, they they folded today. They decided to go out of business. Really? Yeah. So I'm kind of curious. So what they did, Mike, was they would set up hunts for people and they charge just like Ticketmaster or uh, somebody yeah. like that. They'd set it up for like a Nick Groff. I'm not sure if they did it for Nick, but set it up for different big names for tours. And yeah. you go to those places. I'm just curious if uh, you yeah, can. Yeah, we've got, we, we only ever had one big company um which was called most haunted who we used to work with um we don't know but um they were the biggest tv tv program in the uk for the tw for 20 years to be honest they they, wow. dominated. they dominated so they 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 do similar thing so um they do ghost hunts all around the country and people pay money to go on, on all the locations they've done over the last 20 years they, yeah obviously to go and then obviously they pay extra if they want to go on a, a celeb a celebrity event so and get to meet the uh, main stars of the show but yeah but that, that's the only tv show that the, the ghost hunts but there's so many companies in this country that are doing ghost hunts in a minute um i think the lady there's one on tv it's called help my house is pointed i think she's doing ghost hunts and locations and turning up as a celebrity and then there's uh, we're, we're quite in close contact with another company which is called into the shadows oh, uh, yeah. so yeah. We're, good, we're good friends with them so they do obviously group um investigations because these are these, these places cost a hell of a lot of money so it's not like you can get a couple of your friends and go and pay 200 bucks each to go so and then so into the shadows have got a team that um they, they'll go around all the locations that we've been to and they go do you want to come here we're going to take 20 guests and it's going to cost you what 40 bucks each you'll yep. get snacks all night and we'll take you around and you've got experienced team paranormal investigators to take you around and we'll investigate and see what you get for the night and it's quite a good business over here at the minute massive 
Yeah, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, a lot of these places that uh, people go to, it's not free. Uh, they don't open the doors and say, come in and do your thing. I mean, you actually have to pay. And yeah. there's places here in uh, Kentucky, uh, if you don't have enough people, it will cost you a couple of hundred dollars or more uh, per person. So just to get in, you know, a location. So, yeah, it, it you got to have some people to go with you. Um, a REM pod's going off. You hear my Bluetooth being connected and disconnected. So, yeah. So I think um, one location we wanted to get into um, in the UK, it, we've been trying for a year to get in there, and we finally got a response. And he said, "Yeah, you can come. It's five hundred five hundred bucks." Yeah, I said, "Okay," and everything. So obviously, send the details over so we can pay the money, and that we'll book the, book the date. And then, uh, no. he said, are you filming? And I said, yeah. He said, well, it's um, 500 bucks an hour if you're filming. What? I'm not paying that. And he was like, yeah, that's what it is. If you're, you're filming and put it on YouTube, it's an extra 500 bucks an hour. How long you stay here for? And we're going to get our people to own the house, walk around with you so you don't touch nothing. I said, we're insured. I said, I said don't worry about it. So... They're, these places are extorting the paranormal world a lot of oh, yeah. money. Yeah, at the minute. Because people well, you know, like I've said it many times, pre-COVID, you go to a lot of places over here for a really reasonable rate. Now, post-COVID, and with the paranormal really taking off over here in the States, it's it's starting to get really expensive. Yeah, yeah. So, like The prisons over here, so we've got the old Victorian prisons that's just not long been shut down so they built built um obviously more modern prisons big super prisons um so they shut down all the old victorian prisons so now they've turned into ghost hunting prisons so they're, they're a thousand bucks for the night man wow yeah a thousand bucks for the night so yeah yeah you almost have to have 20 people come with you to make it yeah yeah, make yeah. It for everyone yeah. you know yeah, Lucky enough, I obviously we all sort of got good jobs and stuff like that, and we can afford it. But some locations we look at and we say, "Oh, we're not paying that price for it." But even though we really want to get in there, we just obviously it's hard to pay out that much money to potentially not get nothing. Right, right. And you so, definitely don't want to go with a bunch of strangers too, you know? Yeah. So it's not, to be fair, when we used to do, uh, obviously, the events and that, they're nice to go because you get, obviously, fans of the paranormal and you get to meet new people and different people and tell stories. So it's quite good sometimes having them event them event companies out. But there's always, when you're doing a hunt with 40 guests, there's, obviously, not not everyone's quiet. You get people walking around. And that's yeah. why we're that's why we've decided to come on out. Obviously, stay stick to our six, and that's it. When we do, obviously, because obviously we're filming for YouTube, and we, it has to be unquestionable um, footage that we give you, because I don't want to put stuff on there that you can go, oh, it could be that, it could be that, because I'm like that with other paranormal investigation shows. I'm like, no, that that that's not right. You shouldn't have put that in because it's too questionable. I like to be, if, if I'm puzzled with it, that's when I'll put it on. And I will still ask when we put it out, comment below. You can debunk that. Please tell me. Give me another theory. So, and that's how we are. 
Well, and I think that's the way anybody should be, right? I mean, and, and everybody should be transparent, and that's the only way to be. I mean, everybody always asks me, is this picture or video of Real Grizzly? And I'm like, look, I'm not there. I didn't take it. You know, our eyes and the video is two different things, and we all know that in this field. I mean, you could feel something, Michael, and you're like, I didn't capture what I saw. I know what I saw, but it's not there on film or vice versa, right? It happens. Yep. But and you don't have it to show people. And you're like, damn, you know, but it is what it is. So yeah. It's the hardest, it's the hardest thing. It's so hard to capture on camera. You and I and it's just one of them things. It's like the Chuck Mill investigation we've gone. I've got my camera and then ryan has got his other camera so we've got a night vision camera and a day, obviously the daylight camera so because i try and switch between the two and then i'm filming a device that's going crazy i don't know why the girls were doing a ouija board downstairs and it started running through the alphabet a b c d and then started going mad i was like that's never happened but was it connected to the girls doing a ouija board downstairs because it's a b c d and that, that. and then i turned around to ryan to speak to ryan and Ryan jumped and nearly threw the camera in the air because something grabbed him on the shoulder. And he was like, wow. something just grabbed me on the shoulder. And it's like, yeah, I, I had that on camera. There's no physical spirit there, but it's that feeling. It's having that yeah. someone grab, grab your shoulder when they're not there. It's, um, I love it. I, I'm addicted to it. I've never had anything touch me yet. And, you know, I don't know how I would respond, but it wouldn't be horrible, but it, it would be. It's jumpy. Yeah, it, it'd be neat. I've been touched on the air. <laughs> I, hey, you seen this? It has been tossed when I've been live on the air and it freaked me out. Uh, uh, to be honest, the only time I've ever been touched was like someone was leaning on my back. So I wanted to leave. We was there for two hours and we done like spirit box and some other stuff and then all of a sudden a shadow walked out of my shadow like an old man shadow against the wall oh, like, no. there's nothing there and then after that for about an hour i felt like someone was leaning on my back all the way around all the way around and i just felt physically sick and then i said like let's let's break and let's go for a cup of tea and stuff like that let's go and have like a coffee and i like, think what we're gonna do next and we were sat in there, obviously, we called it the base room, our safe room. And um, I said, I don't want to go back in. I want to go home. I feel really ill. It's really getting me down in that place. I just feel like something is just putting pressure on my back constantly. And it's just the weirdest feeling. Wow. It is. Yeah, no. Mm -mm. It is um, crazy. But I'm terrible because I like to go through old, I like to provoke stuff. I like, I know. Oh, like, no, like you are not one of those people. Yeah, okay. oh, no. I, the trouble is, I want to try the theories. People are writing these books, so I, I do occasionally read out the demonic Bible. Everyone hates it, but I want to say, if they're saying this can actually bring up a demon, let's try it. Let's see what happens. <laughs> let's try oh, it. Lord. Um, I've called out for incubuses, uh, incubuses, uh, and all that too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, great, great. That. great. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say, I will say, with the demonic Bible, I there's certain keys in the Bible 
we read out because we've got the girls to read out and they're like, oh, I don't want to do that. But after they've read them out, it all goes crazy. So oh, I, I wonder why. <laughs> yeah. But, but to me, I wouldn't say it was a demonic entity from that from the burning depths of hell. I would say maybe we're in a nunnery or we're in a holy place and they just don't like us speaking them words. Yeah. You know read I mean? that in a holy place? Oh yeah, I've read it out in another Oh day. great. <laughs> so Melissa wants to know, do you block yourself from something attaching? Um <laughs> no, I, I never block. Um I don't <laughs> I should do really, but I, I think once we have a really bad night, we'll say with something evil or nasty, I think you take a bit of that with you on your journey home. Because you're always thinking about it in the back of your mind, and probably the next morning. But I'd probably say after two or three days, you sort of get a relief that you're home and you're in your safe place, and that's gone back. You have that so weird feeling. It's a weird feeling, and you feel like all the weights off your shoulders from that hunt. So yeah. she says you're the person who ends up getting possessed. LOL. And now she's saying, "Oh my god." Uh, so, uh, do you do at least a cleansing before you leave or anything? Or oh, no. what? No. Oh my God. You would be soaking wet with me, man. I would be like <laughs> all over you with my holy water. Maybe I should think about doing it because sometimes obviously we all drive home. Um, it's like 3am in the morning and we drive home, and then obviously Nicola, my wife, she falls asleep, and then my son Jack's in the back, and they fall asleep. And sometimes I'm driving home thinking, there's something else sitting in the back, of I can feel something else in the back of the car looking at me. Yeah, we go. That's coming with me for a little while. So, but when I get home, my home, in my mental state, is my safe place. As soon as I walk through my door, everything disappears. That's good. Melissa says she'll pray for you, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> we, we we do use, uh, it's not all demonic stuff. We do um, say the Lord's Prayer, which works in some places as well. So my wife says the Lord's Prayer and reads, recites stuff out of the Bible. So there's, like I say, we, we don't know. We're just trying everything. Yeah, I just read that comment. Safe place. Yeah, I know. I, I did too. I was, I was trying to. <laughs> I, I, it, put, it, put, it put me off the other week because um, the stigmata was on my um, TV and I watched it and I thought, oh, maybe I should be a little bit careful. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I'm glad Michael said that because I cannot imagine being in a nunnery. Next thing you know, hearing him talking in tongues or something, reading the demonic Bible, I would probably pass out. Go ahead, Tracy. No, no, I, I agree on her. I thought I heard something go off. Did your empire just go off? Yeah, it did. I was trying to ignore it. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I was talking. Yeah. No, I, I don't know. We've been doing it for so many years now, um, and we've had ups and downs with, if you want to call it demonic um, or angry spirits, and nothing's ever followed me home yet. Um, I'm yet to experience a follow home. Um, but... It's like you've got to be positive about it. I think sometimes when you have an experience with demonic or angry spirits, it can play on your mind and it can put you down. And the more you think about what happened, the more your mind's going to play tricks on you and make you a bit more depressed about it and think, whoa, 
making a connection with the bad luck today and making a connection with this. And if you keep letting it play over in your mind, you're allow it, you're you're allowing it in in to take over. So I think the safe place is the threshold threshold of your door, you walk in, everything just leaves. There you go. Yeah. And and that's how you've got to think when you go on to these um ghost hunts. And I think obviously we've had so much stuff happen to us over the years and it has played on our mind for about a week thinking that really scared me and I'm really worried about what was said. Do you know what I mean? What comes from the spirit box and that. And as a team, we've always said, don't let anything get you down. Just be open, speak, and we'll go through everything and we'll try. And um, if we have to do a cleansing, we'll do a cleansing. But we've not needed to do one yet. Hmm. I'll tell you what, I am thinking about something. You know what, what, what Tracy, you know what I need to do? I need What's to get a psychic on here with Michael. Yeah. Yeah. Because one of my psychics will have a heyday with him. I mean, <laughs> she will talk about going to hospitals to visit people, and she would have to spend hours clearing out spirits. Yes. I mean, it's crazy what she does. Hmm. And I would love to see her reaction about you reading the, that Bible. I mean, this, yeah, yeah, good gracious. Yes, <laughs> Melissa, I'm definitely going to say prayers for him tonight. <laughs> Absolutely. Look, at the end of the day, if you believe in God, you believe in the devil. Yes, you believe in Yang, you have to believe in Yang. So I absolutely yeah, have to. There's, uh, there's always evil with good. Melissa says, oh, yeah, I've seen so much in nursing homes. Uh, this psychic actually sees the angel of death uh, in hospitals and nursing homes. Wow. Uh, so, yes, she could walk by a room and see the angel stand there. Uh, right. what, what do they call that angel? Uh, okay. uh, isn't that awful? Yeah, it's horrible. I don't I just watched the movie. Yes. The Grim Reaper, yeah. Yeah, she, she can actually see the Grim Reaper in the cloak. Uh, so, yes, and it's very wild. Uh, so, I was in a hospice nurse. I cannot do that, Melissa. Uh, good evening, Lady Wolf. Welcome. A little bit late. Hey, welcome to the show. Uh, Sean, I worked at the VA. One unit was so bad with that. Heavy feeling. Yeah, I couldn't. No. Uh, Crazy Witch, uh, that'd be an interesting show. Get a few of them on there together with him and see what we get. Yes, I think, uh, you know what? Have you ever taken a psychic with you on an investigation? No. No, we haven't. <laughs> wow. That would be so awesome. It would be. We're yet to find a reputable one um, in the UK. Um, it's not. I it's, know some in the UK. Yeah. You, uh, yeah. You get, get us in contact with a few of them. Yes. I do know some in the UK. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm going to have to do that. Yeah. So Janet Carroll uh, is one of the ones I recommend. Uh, she's very good. Uh, so, yeah, I'll actually reach out to her. Yeah. We're not doing an investigation with uh, with a sidekick, to be fair. Um, so, yeah, yeah, she yeah, has. Uh, she uh, only thing I can tell you is she does read minds. She doesn't go into people's minds unless she has permission. So uh, the girl I am dating and talking to, she's a psychic. So my mind is always pure. Ain't that right, Sonia? So if she's still in here or not. But yes. Yeah. The, the, the first experience I ever had with a psychic medium 
um, when I was probably about 16. Um, I was in the pub, shouldn't have been, um, fake ID, and I was speaking to a friend. And, um, <laughs> yeah, but the, the legal age here in this country is um, 18 anyway. So, so um, but I was going to the dentist. It was a Monday evening. I was talking to a friend, and I was going to the dentist. And uh, on the Wednesday, to have a tooth pulled because it was giving me so much crap. And um, yeah. I was talking to my friend, but my friend's friend walked in with his miss with his wife, and um, they were talking. And I didn't know her or anything like that. So obviously, I said, "Right, I'm going now. I'll see you later." And then the next day, my friend rang me up and said, "Mick, um, I, I've got a message for you." I said, "Why? What, what? A message of what?" And he said, "Well, um, Lee, my mate's wife." is hustling me to tell tell me uh, to tell you not to go to the dentist until after march it's not your time to go there's something wrong with the injection wow yeah and i was like i was like don't be stupid i said how does she know i was going he went i don't know he said that's why i'm ringing you first thing in the morning he said i know i know you're going on wednesday but she didn't i've never met her in my life so and and I think that month something happened in that dentist and it got shut down. No kidding. Wow. And that's why um, I'm a bit dubious of um, dentists now. <laughs> so uh, Crazy Witch, Lady Wolf, Sean, they know me and they know my psychics. My psychics are uh, legit. Uh, I've got a board of psychics that I work with on missing person cases, cold cases, murder cases, and other projects. And uh, they love the paranormal. And uh, they will call me up and uh, out of random. And I was talking to Tracy about this for the show. And they'll be like, hey, guess what? See, look, crazy witch right there, 100%. And I'll be talking to them live on a show. And they'll be like, hey, Grizzly, I got to tell you this. See, Lady Wolf, 100%, absolutely. And then, I mean, you'll love them. And I got this one guy, Derek, he goes to pubs and he'll sit there and he'll flip people out. And he'll be like, hey, man, when you was a kid, you did this. And I mean, he just sits there just, and reads oh, people. Oh, that, that's how I like my sidekicks. Yeah. Just come so, up to other people and tell them stuff. Just yeah. Shock them. So I, I got Derek. I was trying to phone him right now. I was going to say, hey, man, you got to come on the show just for like 20 seconds. You know, and just meet this Michael guy. But uh, I'm going to hook you up with a couple and get you rolling. So, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that, that psychic reading on Monday. Yeah. Monday evening. You know yeah. when you said about Nicola and her stomach and she's got to eat certain foods? She uh -huh. had to her gallbladder out and she's not allowed to eat any foods, any certain foods. So, <laughs> which was, I was like, oh, my God, that's really good. <laughs> it was yeah, really they are they're they are wild uh it's very interesting because uh you heard the love story about me right about how they told me when i was gonna move how i was gonna move where i was gonna move the girl i was gonna meet and everything you heard about that story mm -hmm. so they told me all this right so when i moved and i did everything and i was gonna go to the dentist and i was like what i'm like no i'm not i'm like i'm fine well, anyways, about a month ago, I lost a crown. I thought I broke a tooth. Mm -hmm. So I was like, no way. So I called up the psychic. I'm like, you ain't got nothing. So he's like, you're going to the dentist in the morning. I'm like, ah, and yes, I am. I was like, how'd you know? She's like, that's why you called me. I'm like, ah, all right, I love you to death. 
All right. <laughs> so this girl out of nowhere starts texting me, right? So I'm like, that's me hitting the rim pod. Sorry. So uh, I'm like, oh. And they described this girl to a T. I'm like, oh. I'm like, no way. And I'm like, no, uh-uh. So we talked for about a week or two. And I'm like, hmm, I know I shouldn't do this, ladies and gentlemen. But I went to the board of psychics. And I took a picture. And I submitted the picture. I'm like, is this the woman I'm supposed to be? And boy, did I get a response. And the response is not what I wanted to get. It was very vague. So anyways, about two weeks later, I get a response from one of my psychics. And they're like, hey, how'd it go with that girl? And I'm like, I don't know. I kind of fizzled out. I just, I'm too busy. You know, I don't have time. And I was like, and I sent this big lighthouse with this big beacon with the light circling. It was a gift. And uh, I was like, my beacon's out there. And one day I will find the love of my life and they will see my light. and We'll go from there, something along those lines. And I put my phone down, I walked away, and I come back, and there was a message. And it was E.T. with two little light bulbs doing this. And I looked at the picture, and I was like, you got to be joking. It was her the whole time. She knew it was her when, she was, when I was being read online about who was the girl was, down to her ethnic background and her heritage. She did her cards on herself each time, and it kept saying it was her, no matter how many times she did the cards. So we are still talking to this day. So that's a in a nutshell. That is crazy. Yes. Yes, that is crazy. So, yeah. So every once in a while, she'll jump in. She's on some of my shows, but yes. Uh, Lady Wolf, everybody else that's been on my shows, you know the story. I had to go on some national uh shows and tell that story it was so incredible but yeah but yeah it does happen melissa if you don't believe me come on some of the shows and yeah uh do they do any uh intuitive medical stuff yes they do uh they do actually do that it's pretty wild what they do but uh paranormal stuff is interesting check out fdl paranormal stuff how do they get a hold of you michael through social media facebook um Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. <laughs> and every Thursday, we do a paranormal chat sit like this with the whole team. Um, tomorrow, we're doing a chat. We've got a guy here called Steve Higgins. He is so he is skeptical as anything, but he's he's a bit like he's really high up in the paranormal field because he's so skeptical. But he's got a website and he talks about all the locations in the UK. He goes and um, tests everything. We're good friends with him. And he's like massive in the paranormal field as a skeptic. Um, and next week, he's going to the most haunted location in the UK on his own for the whole night. So we've got him on the show tomorrow to have a chat with him. And um, obviously, for people like us, if they're paranormal that are in the limelight, he's just set up a thing called paranormalhub.com. So you go on there. And you set up your profile, you set up all your Twitter accounts and stuff like that, Twitter, Instagram, socials, and how people can contact you. And then it, and then you get a link. And then you just put it on your bio, bios of your Twitter and stuff like that. And it'll come up with a, like a little mobile thing. And how do you want to contact these people? Through Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and you just put the link. It's really good. And it's free as well. So it's pretty awesome. This That's guy. Cool. Yeah, he's pretty good. His website's called Higgy Pop. 
It, it's not very much paranormal, but he set the website up years and years ago, but he's just left it as Higgy Pop. So, and he talks, he does a lot of um, investigations and equipment checks and he does a lot of stuff. He's very good. Um, and it's good to have a skeptic skeptic about so sean make sure and check him out on uh all his social media platforms especially youtube uh, you can watch his episodes there uh so yeah uh check him out i really highly recommend we've got a few episodes out now we've got quite a few our first ones obviously we were learning right, we're editing um uh, but we're getting it now we're getting it now Paralink.com. Yeah, Tracy, here, here comes your line. <laughs> I, I, I'm always on Paralink.com. I promote as much as I possibly can over in the UK. Paralink.com is very good. You connect with a lot of people. We're just trying, man, and, and we're new, and we, we appreciate anybody even talking about us, so thank you. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah, Paralink is really good because everyone's on Paralink. Like what I was just saying about Steve, his is – nothing because i said to him about yours so i think steve's going to sign up to your power links as well hey that's awesome man i'll support him too because i spoke to him about um obviously the paranormal hub i said well, what is this page for he went no it's just a link to all your socials so basically it's this and he said paralink is like a social media he says oh, i think he goes i'm going to sign up to it now he says paralink is really good because it's just a paranormal social media page which is yeah, really and, and we're here to support everybody, man. So yeah, I'll definitely yeah. I'll support him as well. There's there's room for everyone. Yeah, Absolutely. so so I, I do like Paralinks. I do like Paralinks. I'm number one. <laughs> you are right. I'm number oh, one, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. That will probably change, but we shall see. We'll see. I'm number one. I've got so much evidence to go up. I've got so many clips and little shorts to go on there. Who, who was number one last month? <clears throat> Grizzly Chris. That is correct. So you may right. take the title. I'm have a look to see, I know. see where top teams. Let's have a look. Oh, actually, it comes straight up on my phone, if you can see. Oh. <laughs> oh, we can't see. Booyah. <laughs> hey, hey, uh, hey, guys, uh, just so you know, the reason what we're talking about with top, link, with top teams on that is Every time somebody comments on their their post or likes on their post, they actually get some points. Uh, it it's pretty cool, and and, and uh, so if you guys get the opportunity to, to join Paralink.com, it's free. It's for everybody, right? Uh, comment on on their. Uh, uh, Chris has some uh, podcasts on there still. Po comment on those. Watch them. Uh, same same thing uh, uh, with, with FDL. They got stuff on there as well. So yeah, get on there, comment, like them. It's it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it is, ladies and gentlemen. I am just so far behind in most of my uh, stuff. That's why he's number one right now. But that's okay. 100%. I will share. Yeah. 100%. But, uh, no, it is really good. Paralink's good because you get, to meet, you get to meet new paranormal teams. And like I said earlier about that there's equipment people on that touch your equipment. There's people that sell equipment. And if you want stuff making, you've got, obviously, you've got, the psychics area you've got ufo area everything paranormal really and what you're interested in i like yeah. the ghost cam myself that up yeah. to one minute of uh, of anything you want to put on there paranormal uh, yeah. evidence is a great thing about it uh you can post up to one minute of evidence that you skip the all the weight of yeah. uh of having to try to find it in, in a regular video you know it's just right there for you yeah it's like it's like a tiktok paranormal yeah. yeah basically so it's good it's literally got everything in one 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 house 
I keep waiting. I keep waiting for someone to dress up like a ghost and dance to a song on it for one, you know, for one, up to one minute. I, I keep waiting for somebody to do that. <laughs> you know, it's funny you said that. I was actually going to put a mask on and come on the show live tonight, but I didn't. Well, well, if I see yeah. a beard sticking out from under that mask, I know who it is. Right? That, that's that <laughs> giveaway. So, yeah. 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 Uh, uh, Tracy Mike, stick around. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us with another edition. Uh, glad to have Mike on the show from FDL Paranormal. Uh, make sure and tune in next week for another episode. Uh, I guess Tracy's got something in line for us. Yeah, we'll have somebody on there. Another interesting guest. Yeah. Maybe we'll toss in some psychic somewhere along the line. Yeah, Let's we definitely And we'll do something. And Michael, hang around for us, sir. Take care, everybody. Bye bye. Good night. Bye bye.